Welcome to Qualgen's podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness related, including hormones, pharmaceuticals, health trends, and ways you can help better your life. Hi, everyone. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen in. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Minnie Malhotra. Dr. Malhotra specializes in patient-centered care and is a highly trained doctor of family medicine and is also a certified functional medicine practitioner. Dr. Malhotra has practiced traditional medicine in 10 years in the USA, in addition to a previous 10 years in India. She is a diplomat of the Board of American Academy of Anti-Aging, in addition to being board certified from American Academy of Family Medicine. Dr. Malhotra, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. It's always been my passion to talk about functional medicine and everything connected to that. Absolutely. We need so many people to talk about it to help educate everyone else in the world that knows nothing about it. Yeah. You know, today uh, there was a patient who came to see me Mm -hmm. and she is diagnosed with Hashimoto's in 2016. But she said she got diagnosed after her daughter got diagnosed because her daughter was having all these symptoms. So they checked her got her checked and she had Hashimoto's and she, she said she had all those symptoms still since she was a teenager, but nobody had ever checked. So after her daughter got diagnosed, she checked, got herself checked and she had Hashimoto's too. So imagine for about 15 years, she was without any care. Yeah. And she was just suffering from it when... Yeah. She- she, and every year physicals and every year going to the doctors, you know, so it's really really sad. Yeah. So what made you decide to open your own practice? So something similar to what, you know, I'm talking about my, uh, my, my patient who came in today, something similar like that with her. Like as I was growing up, uh, we had, I had genetic obesity in my family Mm -hmm. and it was really very tough. I had to really work out and, you know, eat restricted to really keep my weight under control. And then, um, then I, I self-diagnosed myself with PCOS. And so I knew that I had this insulin resistance. So I did lifestyle medicine on myself for years and years. And then I practiced it on my, on my patients. But, you know, patients, they are not very, not everyone is receptive to this mm-hmm. kind of care. And then my 10-year-old daughter was diagnosed with PCOS and her doctor put her on three prescription drugs. And I was like just devastated and I knew I had to find something different. So I started mm-hmm. searching and, you know, there wasn't much about functional medicine that I found out, but it got me started. And then I attended a conference at A4M, I remember, and this was in 2014. Mm-hmm. And I just got hooked and I came back so excited like a kid in the candy store. I was telling my husband, you know, this happens and that happens and you can do this. You, you don't need to take any prescriptions. Yeah. <laughs> I started, I wanted to do everything for my patients, but it was, it wasn't that easy in the insurance model. Absolutely. That makes it hard. So what exactly drew you to functional medicine? I mean, was it the non-prescription, that type of thing? So I really used to feel terrible when I prescribed something for ADHD or weight loss or, you know, diabetes, because I saw my patients coming back every, every few years and getting added one prescription. Mm-hmm. And uh, very few people got off prescription medications and they were on it for life and they accepted it, that that was the way it was going to be. But I really wanted people to realize that and I used to see some people who never took any prescription medications, even in the 70s and 80s. So I really started thinking that what is the difference between this 
person and then this person who is in his 40s and already on so many there must be something going on it could be genetics but it could be lifestyle it could be so many things so and then with all this chronic diseases just exploding i really wanted to get a handle at least for the people who would listen to me Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So one of the main things I want to discuss today with you is adrenal fatigue, which I think is still so unknown. There's just not a lot out there about it right now. So can you give us a brief overview of what adrenal fatigue is? So adrenal fatigue is a functional medicine term. So it's adrenal dysfunction where your adrenal glands, you know, uh, slowly, slowly starts to get exhausted and goes into a phase where it cannot react because as we know the main hormone is cortisol mm-hmm. uh, which is a stress hormone and it is acts in flight or fl- fight but if we have s- small fight and flight episodes every day it reacts and then it goes back to normal but if you have it in a chronic state it's your body is constantly in that state then what happens that some stage it just collapses so you, your body goes through three stages one is an alarm stage where you know you it increases and it is high and it's reacting to the stressors that you're going through then it is the resistance phase in which it tries to correct things but it's not able to and then it goes into the exhaustion phase where it's completely exhausted and you cannot get any reaction out of it and there's bodies unable to produce any cortisol Mm-hmm. And what are the some symptoms that one might experience if they are experiencing this? So in the beginning as I would say in the alarm stage you can have high blood pressure, anxiety, depression, sleep issues, memory, brain fog, you can have sugar cravings, you can have, you know, frequently you can develop like colds and coughs so your immune system goes down. Mm-hmm. And then later on you you know in the end it's just like chronic fatigue you can hardly get out of bed you get other hormonal imbalances so your body starts to kind of break down at that point and are you seeing a lot of this like is it very common in your practice right now for the last this is my 6th year just practicing functional medicine i haven't seen a normal cortisol curve i haven't seen uh, the test that we do for the cortisol i haven't seen it in the normal range there's usually one which is off or one one of their points or maybe two points they're always off mm-hmm. so i guess that brings me to my next question which is how and what do you test when you're diagnosing this adrenal fatigue so i do a six point salivary test and uh, why the reason why we do a six point is because not earlier we used to do four point Mm-hmm. where it was done and uh you know uh, an hour within uh, your wake up time and then every 4 to 6 hours and the last one just before you go to bed but then now we have realized that there is a cortisol cars like cortisol activation response so your cortisol starts to increase way before you actually start to wake you get out of bed so we want to get that we want to capture that so the first point we do immediately as soon as they you know wake up and then uh, we make them do it within 30 minutes and then after an hour and then in the same pattern for the 6 hours till they go to bed so that's how we do the saliva test blood tests are also there but it's not that accurate because you will get one uh, reading at the time you go in and uh, so it's not accurate it doesn't give you it could be completely normal you know that time but you haven't checked the morning or the evening or the afternoon ones which could be you know different 
Mm-hmm. So basically just test the cortisol levels. Cortisol, DHEA levels too. And okay. then we, I also check the estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, the ratios. So I do check all of them. Melatonin levels, I do check them too. And what are the correlations between hormones and adrenal fatigue? So when your cortisol, whether it is high or low, it affects every hormone. So cortisol directly affects thyroid. Mm-hmm. It will suppress the thyroid. So you could be hypothyroid, but it could be due to your cortisol. It increases insulin resistance. So you could become a diabetic, but it could be due to your stress and not actually due to your insulin because your cortisol will keep increasing the insulin secretion because the sugar levels go up. So insulin will keep increasing. So you could become a diabetic. So And then it will also suppress your sex hormones. So if you've seen the steroid pathway, uh, you get cholesterol, produces pregnenolone, progesterone, and then cortisol. But if you are under high stress or low stress, everything goes into producing cortisol and all the other hormones like the progesterone, testosterone, estrogen, they are not produced. So infertility, low libido, they all could be connected to your low cortisol or high cortisol. Absolutely. That makes sense. So how do you heal your adrenals and regain that energy? So I have a a protocol that I use and I always base it on the test because uh, I use the test as a guide, not, but I look at the person, how they are feeling. Mm -hmm. So uh, if your cortisol is low, then you need certain nutrients to produce more cortisol because your body is exhausted. You cannot produce. Uh, So you need things like vitamin C, vitamin B, uh, rhodiola, ginseng, these things, ashwagandha, they will help when your cortisol is low. But you also need some glandular extracts, you know, to give some kind of, uh, you know, cortisol to the person who cannot produce it. So it actually helps while your adrenals are regaining its function. When it's too high, then you need to calm it. And many of these adaptogens like rhodiola, ginseng, ashwagandha, they act both ways. So you can use them to actually calm the cortisol levels down. Mm-hmm. Along with that, I tell them to do certain things like meditation, deep breathing exercise, mm-hmm. yoga, raichi, qigong. These are known, uh, you know, things that have helped relax and keep your body in the parasympathetic mode. Silence mm-hmm. is another thing. So removing mind chatter, increasing mindfulness. So this is how I treat my clients, you know. Uh, I use the test as a guide. And then I tell them, and then exercise. I tell them not to exercise high intensity if the cortisol is low, you know, in the morning. I tell them to do things like stretching and yoga when it is low. And when it is on a higher side, then I tell them that, okay, this is the time you can do high intensity. You want to run, you want to bike, you want to do those things. Yeah. You do it when the cortisol is high. So that way it will, it, it helps balance mm-hmm. the cortisol even by doing some lifestyle changes. That makes sense. I never thought about it that way. You did mention ashwagandha. So when you're taking supplements like that, do you feel like they're more um, effective if taken in the morning compared to at night or does it make a difference? So I always look at the levels. Okay. Okay. So if your level is low in the morning, then I tell you to take an adaptogen in the morning. Mm -hmm. And if it is high in the evening, then I tell you to take adaptogens in the evening to calm it down. Mm -hmm. But I'll not tell you to take a glandular in the evening because it's already high, you want to take a glandular when it's low. Mm-hmm. So that the test actually guides you that when you need to take the supplement. Okay. But it's usually 
taken over a period of, you know, you can take it three times a day. And sometimes some people are, they're low in the morning and it's high in the evening. Mm-hmm. A different type in the morning, in the e- morning and a different type in the evening to balance it out. So it all depends on where their levels are because you don't want to overstimulate something which is not working and you don't want to underproduce something which needs to be produced more. And it is, it takes some time to get this balance right. Mm-hmm. Because one, we are never going to stop stressing. We are never going to, you know, have adequate sleep because of our lifestyle. So that all these factors and nutritionally also, we may not be, you know, fully uh, nutrient uh, sufficient in our diets to get what we need. So mm-hmm. you have to give the adrenals. It doesn't take one day to get where it is. It'll take, it may take about uh, 18 months to two years to get it to where you really want. Oh, wow. And have you noticed if someone comes in with this issue, but they also have a hormone imbalance and you do hormone replacement, does that help? So first, I always check the cortisol, especially okay. if it's a thyroid patient. And then I will start the cortisol. I mean, I will start the adrenal rejuvenation first before I change anything. Unless, of course, the labs are so bad that you really, they really need the support. Mm-hmm. But I often have seen that when I balance the cortisol out, the other hormones start to also improve yeah. tremendously. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Everything just goes together. It's such, yeah. you know, I never really knew about it before I came in this industry about hormones or anything, but really healing the body from the inside out and how everything just, you know, just needs to be balanced and everything works together. <laughs> it's such a great concept. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, is there anything additional you would like to add? No, I additionally, I just want to uh, add is that to people listening is that listen to your body. What is it saying? Don't ignore it. Just like, you know, your car, you get a check engine light on and you get so frantic that you need to take it to the mechanic. But if something is going on in the body, it takes you years to actually dig deeper. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're not getting answers from a conventional doctor, then seek a functional medicine doctor. Go to your website like ifm.org and you can find a doctor that is close to you to help you uh, resolve your health issues in a natural and more optimal way. Absolutely. I think I've said this in a lot of my um, podcasts now, but finding a doctor that will actually listen to you, that you can be honest with, (laughs) that actually tries to heal you will make such a difference. Yeah, because, you know, my client who walked in today, like who I saw today, she started talking and I asked her that, did you get this Hashimoto's in 2016? So she said, no, let me tell you something. Do you have time to listen? I said, absolutely, I have time. That means she had tried telling her doctor many times, but she had never been heard. So if that is a situation, you need to find someone who will listen to you, take the time to listen to you. Absolutely. Yeah, because it is your body and we get this one life and one body and we want to take the best care possible. Well, thank you again for joining me. If you guys would like to know more about Dr. Malhotra, please visit her website at anchorwellnesscenter.com. That's A-N-C-H-O-R wellnesscenter.com. Or you can find her on Facebook at Anchor Wellness Center. Thank you again, Dr. Malhotra. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Take care. (laughs) Thank you. You too.